Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Forest for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo. I'm Courtney, and thank you for joining us. Today, we are discussing conquering the conflict. This is a big one. What what does this even mean, Ricardo? Okay, so according to the definition, the dictionary, conflict is a serious disagreement or argument. Ooh. All right. So, you know, that's it. It's pretty much. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all sorts of types of conflict, which we'll talk about here later. But the most important thing right now to talk about is, Courtney, is the conflict even real? Yes and no. But more times than not, no, it's not. It's stuff that we've made up in our head or we make bigger in our head or we project in our head. And so, of course, there are times that conflict is real. But I just want to highlight majority of the time, it's probably not. You're probably making it up in your head or making it a lot different in your head. And so I think that's a fair thing to ask in the moment, you know, is just is this even real? Is this something I'm just kind of, is my ego like raging right now with emotions? It's like, why can't I have my way? Or is this an actual legitimate conflict? So I think that is a really good question. What do you think? Let let me see here. Let me see. Okay. So Courtney, if I took your hand and I put it in vice grips and started squeezing, is that real or not real? That's real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if I said, Courtney, stop and think about me putting your hand in vice grips and me squeezing, is that real or is it that not real? That's not real, unless Ah. I make it real in my head. (laughs) Exactly. And that's one of the things here that we really need to make sure that we touch on is because if we make it real in our head, we could sit here and actually feel the pain. We can force ourselves to feel the pain of the vice grips clamping down on our hand. Yeah. If we really wanted to. You know what that sounds like? This sounds like an example of inner and outer conflict. So will you break that down for us or tell us a little bit more about inner and outer conflict? What? Okay. All right. So inner and outer conflict. This is totally related to the inner and outer game. But for now, we're just going to talk about inner and outer conflict. So the inner conflict is that conflict within you, that disagreement or argument, if we take it from the definition. But it's that conflict between you like, okay, yeah, I really want to go for this goal. I really want that new car or that new house or that relationship, but I'm scared that I'm going to get my heart broken. Or I don't know if I can really afford it. So there's that conflict. Like, I really want it, but then, eh, You start to come up with these reasons as to why you talk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So that causes this pull. So you have something over here pulling you this way. Then you have something pulling you back. And it's like, oh, but I really want it. But I really want it. But so if you ever think about something you really want and you add a but after it, guess what that is? Inner conflict. (laughs) Inner conflict. (laughs) So the outer conflict is the conflict out here in the real world. It's the conflict out here in the real world. So, for example, if we use the analogy of the house and the car, and you really want the house and the car, but your credit score sucks. That's not in here. No? 
That's real. <laughs> That's not stopping you in here. There's no conflict or pull in here, right? That's actually out here. That's mm-hmm. actually saying like, hey, you're going to have to change something about your lifestyle if you really want this goal. Mm-hmm. Or if you're saying, I want to be in a relationship, but you can't find one. <laughs> or you keep on meeting the wrong guys or girls or whatever, right? That's not in here, which I mean, you can change if technically we are not going to get into the weeds with this yeah. one because it's really easy. That's but technically you can change the stuff in here to change what's out here, which mm-hmm. is a lot of what we work on in our meetings and our masterminds and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, that's out here. Yeah. Right. You can't control other people. You can't control what other people do, think, say, or feel. So when it comes to relationships, you can't control the other person. So that's outer conflict. The only thing we can control is inner conflict ourselves. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so what do you think, Courtney? What do you think about the difference between inner and outer conflict? I think it's it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's a fine line. I think if you're justifying anything, like he brought up the word, but I mean, if you are justifying something in your brain, I don't care what the subject is, there's inner conflict going on there because you wouldn't be justifying it to yourself. But I think dive deeper. Is it something somebody else wants you to do or expects from you that's causing this? Is it something old you from 10 years ago is expecting of you and you've changed now and that doesn't work for you now, you know? So just dive deeper and look it in the eye. Like it's, that's the only way you're going to unravel it or kind of morph it into, okay, so I thought this was an outer conflict. The world's against me. Now I see that this is inner conflict and I'm making up the meaning of this. And just because I'm so obsessed with this, that's why I see it all around me. Right. So just be willing to look at it and ask a few questions and just break it down. And, but I mean, that inner and outer it's, it's build a system for it, you know, just build like a question system with yourself where you put yourself in timeout and are like, okay, why am I feeling this? And you'll move through it a lot quicker. Like we aren't perfect at it at all, but like, because we are willing to ask and look at it, it moves a lot quicker for us to figure it out in our own brain, in our own mind. So, which that is good. So how, so do you deal with before before you go there? You mentioned one really important word that I want everyone listening and watching to write it down, circle it, and underline it three times. Justify. Mm -hmm. If you're justifying something, that's a big red flag. If you're justifying to do something, that's a big red flag. If you're justifying not to do something, that's a big red flag. It goes both ways. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. we could do a whole episode on justif- justification and justifying things. Yeah. That's but my favorite. It's just if, if it's your subconscious and your conscious at war with each other. Correct. You have to decide what that means and what to do about it. But if you're justifying. Uh, it's tough. But so, then it also goes with that awareness. You got to have that awareness. Am I experiencing conflict? And like you said, you wrapped it up really nice. This little bow. You wrapped it up. Is it inner or outer? But. One of the big things we have to keep in mind is we, we, if we fine tune our inner game, that really helps us master that outer game, which is that outer conflict. So we got to deal with all the inside stuff and all the outside stuff will be better. But yeah. I know you had a great question, but let okay. me ask you this one first. Yes. So when you experience conflict, Courtney, what happens right before that? And let me say this. I know this is something we never really think about because conflict is one of these reactive emotions, right? Like, 
oh, we feel conflict. Boom. It's like the fire. We put our mm-hmm. hand on the fire. We react like, ah. Yeah. But if if you knew, if you if I asked you to dig into that, like what happens right before conflict, Courtney? Okay. So that is a great question. And I think a lot of us have these like jerk reactions where we immediately label it as conflict, immediately react as if it's conflict, immediately defend ourselves as if someone has attacked us. And like, okay, so what I'm picturing a lot in my life, the times that people have given me criticism, well-meant criticism, and I wasn't ready to hear it. Plus I'm stubborn as anything. Right. And so no way. Who me? No, not you, not sweet little Courtney <laughs> with her smile and her pink chair. <laughs> no. Oh, I can give somebody a run for their money. But basically, like a lot of times in my life, so I'm not saying this is every situation, but often it's the meaning I'm applying to something that maybe wasn't a conflicting situation that then suddenly not only do I have a ton of conflict in her because I have this like egoic reaction of like, what? I did you know, I don't know. Just picture anytime somebody's trying to help you and you're not ready to hear it, right? Whereas I then create outer conflict with it. And so I think just me understanding that it's not necessarily always conflict that happens right before that I label it. So just slow down, deep breath. What does this mean? What is actually happening? What is actually real? What's not? What can I control? what's out of my control and not picking up the things that are out of your control. So it's just, I stay in my lane, you know, be open to the feedback. That means a lot more than just what we talked about it last week with the uncertainty, you know? So the feedback also means you're going to get told some things. You're going to get some stuff pointed out to you and it's not going to be on our own timeline. Right. So that's also why others are around us to help us in our life too, is to help bring that to our awareness. So. What do you think on that one? Man, I really love what you said about not every situation. I think that's such an important point to make, not just with conflict, but with self-development overall, that every situation is different and we need to treat it as such. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes that we look at a situation and we think it's the same thing, even though they're not related, but maybe there is because obviously there's one common factor with every situation that you experience, which is (laughs) you. So if we take that equation out, right, every situation is really its own thing, you know, and -hmm. some situations need to be treated differently and we don't need to apply the map from one situation to another situation because there might be some different variables. By the Mm -hmm. way, we've been watching reruns of numbers. So I'm throwing like, I'm really getting into my head about that. Right. But, but yeah, so like on the show numbers and when he talks a lot about math and mathematicians, right. And if you just change one little variable that changes the whole equation. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how we need to look at life and conflict and situations that if one variable changes, that's enough to make it an entirely different situation. Mm -hmm. As opposed to. Yeah. As opposed to what? As opposed to like, you know, I don't know, picture we all have a single friend. Okay. That keeps dating the same person. We can see it looking in their situation. We're like, stop dating the same person. Try something else, you know, but in their mind, they're like, they're all the same. All the guys are terrible. All the girls are terrible, you know, and like, just be careful of how your mind can label something as another situation that you've been through before when it can be totally different. Like you said, 
It's totally different. Yeah. And if you just change that one little variable, the whole equation changes. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That one magic variable is Courtney. Oh, yes. If you change you and if you change the way you think right here between your ears, that's the magic variable that if okay. you change that guy, mm-hmm. everything changes. If you change yeah. that guy, it all changes. The Wayne Dyers, the Jim Brones, they talk at length about this. So dive deeper. Listen to some Wayne Dyer today, man. Oh, uh, if you change the things you look at, the things you look at will change, right? They do. And that's so. how it is with conflict. But just the other trap I don't want people to fall into that I've fallen into before is just because you experience conflict in one area that you think you're a conflicting person. Oh, that, yeah. oh, you know, that I just experienced conflict everywhere. Oh, you know, I, I experienced conflict in my relationships, at my job, at my business, at this, at that, at this. You know, don't take that identity as being a person that lives and thrives in conflict. Mm-hmm. Identity. You said yeah, the word don't, right there. You know, just because, you, just because you're having a down day, a down week, a down month, doesn't mean that you are the type of person that thrives and that lives in conflict every day of your life yeah you can change that that can be changed and it's all about right here well i want to know more okay so how do you deal with conflict ricardo like do you like kind of before during after like how do you deal with it so this is really interesting question courtney because if you're not a jedi it's kind of hard to deal with it before Right. But yeah. guess yeah. what? Even my little Padawans out there, you can still learn to get these skills to deal with the conflict before. But it all starts with that A word, not the A double S word, <laughs> or that A word, awareness. Ah. You have yeah. to be aware. And there's this concept that it's called self calibration. So Mm -hmm. think about that scale. We've talked about this little sliding scale from zero to 10. So 10 is your ideal state. Zero is your unideal state. And if you just start to be aware of this scale from zero to 10, and when you start to feel that you're getting closer towards conflicting emotions or conflict internal, you start to feel that. But you have to be really in tune with your body to start to realize that it's moving in the direction that you don't want it to move in. Mm -hmm. So the trick here is to catch it before, let's just say you're, you know, you you stay in the seven, eight, nine, tens, you know, for the majority of your day and your life and the week, right? Mm -hmm. And it starts to slide to a five. And if you have that awareness, you're like, oh, hold up. (laughs) What's going on here? And by here, I mean inside of me, inside of my head. What's going on out here in the outer conflict that's causing me to react in here somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. And start to get that awareness and start to be like, okay, wait a minute. What can I change about this right now? What am I thinking about? What am I focusing on? Go back to last week's episode. We gave a a big review about the triad. and just start to think and start to look for the difference that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Because That's guess what, favorites. Courtney? Guess what, Courtney? What? 
What, what do, do we need to make these big old huge differences to make a difference? No, no, little, little, little consistent shifts, Correct. little consistent awarenesses. That's Correct. It. So if you just dip down to a five from a seven, just get yourself back up to a six. Mm-hmm. Just change a couple of little things. Get up, move around, dance around, move your body, call your buddy, get charged up, go watch a video on YouTube, listen to one of these awesome episodes on forcedforgrowth.com. That's one of my favorite ways of exactly, right? We have so many. Um, but is I? it still like resonates with me whenever I first heard you. And whenever you first did this exercise with me, I was a four on the scale. I remember that because I remember it. It's burned in my brain like, okay, well, what do you have to do to make that a five? Where I'm trying to change my life overnight and be like, oh, I'm behind because I didn't do it all in 24 hours, you know, whatever BS we tell ourselves, right, to justify. And then, but I just remember you're like, okay, well, what do you have to do to get that to a five? The pressure is so much less. Like you're not trying to make, like build a mountain overnight. You're just trying to get from four to five. And guess what? If that's too hard, you can go from four to 4.5. You know, it's just literally consistent little steps and awarenesses. That's it. That's it. A win is a win is a win is a win. Mm -hmm. So last week I touched a little bit on the triad and the power of language and all that kind of good stuff. So Mm -hmm. you can go listen a little bit about that. But specifically to conflict, Courtney, tell me, how does language, language, how does this impact how you feel about the conflict? It's everything. It's everything. I could call this an extreme fight. Well, that like causes deep emotions in your body, right? Like survival, like fight for your life. Or I could call it a minor disagreement, you know, Mm. like, or, and that's as if it's someone else, you know, I could also like call it a wake up call in myself if it's inner conflict and I keep having these emotions, you know, so it's not always conflict. They are signs. You do need to do something with them. They're trying to point something out, whether it's someone else or not. It might be a lesson that you need to learn to tune out other people and not care what they think. That could very well be it, which helps with your inner conflict, right? Versus, So it's just really give it a truthful name in the moment to what it is. Don't just call it conflict because, you know, in my body that has, I don't like the word conflict. I don't like, so I'll try to lessen it or just be like, okay, well, this is something that we have two different perspectives on. Like maybe, you know, all of us came from different lives and different backgrounds. So we're going to have different reactions to things that like to you might seem normal to other person. They're like, she is crazy, you know, and that's just, that's a world we live in, right? That's the beauty of being humans is we're all different. So I just would challenge you to like change the language, play around with the language. I don't even challenge you to change it. Just start playing around with it and be willing to call it different things or call it what it is. It's a minor disagreement. It's something that we disagreed on. We're going to laugh on. It's something that I was clueless in my own head and it took me years to learn. That's funny now, right? But I mean, don't beat yourself up over it or don't beat someone else up over it. Just watch and see what it has to teach you. Like it's cheesy, but that's the bottom line. It is. Let me ask, let me say this. You threw out the word signs. And what is a sign? Feedback. feedback. <laughs> yes. <laughs> feedback. And I and I get it. For our longtime listeners, you're like, man, these guys talk about feedback all the time. Yes, <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> because that's everything. Yeah. We have to talk about the feedback. Right? <laughs> yeah. We have to talk about the feedback. Let me ask you a question real quick, Courtney. Okay. 
What is the last time you experienced conflict? I mean, this morning, waking up early. Like, oh. that was some inner conflict where I'm like, oh, you know. But it's also I've slept in for quite a few days. So I'm out of my rhythm. So that's a simple example. Um, over the last few months, I've dealt with some conflict with other people that really had to teach me, you know, to, you know, polish my backbone a little. But I learned a lot about myself in confronting and being present, you know, standing up for myself in the right ways, but not wasting time on energy and situations that aren't serving me. So did that answer your question? It does. And that's a really great example because conflict can be so simple. And if we really wanted to, we could sit here and make just that simple conflict of getting out of bed early bigger than what it really is. Right. Uh, for me, the last time I experienced conflict was last week when we were putting a pre- I was putting a presentation together for our meeting. And it was like, well, what do I want to put in this presentation? What do I want to train on? What do I want to teach? This type of thing. So even something like that is conflict because there's like, well, I want to do this. And what's that magic B word? But. But. <laughs> but what about this? And then what happens? You start to get into this loop of. I want to do this, but I want to do this, but, 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 and you don't get anywhere. That's some analysis paralysis at that point. Mm -hmm. And conflict is constricting. It's tight. You like, you feel it in your body. And again, it comes down to that awareness. Mm -hmm. If you can feel that like tightness and constricting in your body, you're like, oh, you know what? Some conflict is coming in. Yeah. And it goes back to that calibration um, Mm -hmm. and all that kind of good stuff. I also would add, Along with the phrase, but I would add, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later. I would add that to a sign for inner conflict. And that comes straight from like Courtney Lesson. So that sucks to say out loud. But if I say I'll do it tomorrow, I I need to ask myself, is this something I'm actually going to prioritize tomorrow or am I putting it off today because it's not important? That's all comes down to the but, but and justification. Yeah. And so when you get into that situation of that justification and procrastination, Mm -hmm. A lot of shuns there, right? Uh, All what they are. Let's call it what they are. But when you get into that loop of procrastination of I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, does it matter? How would you feel if you actually took care of it right now, right this minute? Like weightless. Look at all those worries and thoughts and reminders you don't have to carry around. Boom. Like on to the next. (laughs) So you got to make that choice to conquer the conflict. Yeah. So how how has conflict strengthened you? Man, I tell you what, conflict is one of those that when you feel it, from my experience, when I feel it, it, it's one of two things. Either I wig out, I'm like, ah! (laughs) Then all of a sudden you see Ricardo running around the house with his head on fire. (laughs) Like, ah, I don't know what to do. And I'm just wigging the F out. (laughs) And that's just how it is. Or mm-hmm. conflict comes and it's like, psh, all right, cool, bring it on. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, got some more conflict over there. Cool, boom, bring it on. Boom, bring it on. Boom, bring it on. But that's the strength right there mm-hmm. is that when you start to learn how to deal with the little conflict, the bigger conflicts become more manageable mm-hmm. and more free flowing. And then all of a sudden, it's not this constricting. Where I'm like, oh no, like uh, it's so tight in my back and I'm feeling all this pain and pressure everywhere. And then it's just this freedom of like, hey, 
cool, conflict, conflict, conflict. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not anything that ever comes around that shakes me up. Mm-hmm. It's some, There's going to be stuff that's going to come around and shake you up. Even when you're a Jedi master, you're still going to get shaken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's go back and think about Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was a Jedi master, and he got shaken up when mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look at the caliber of your opponents, you know, so the better you get, the better you get. You're going to be dealt things that keep you growing and learning. Correct. You're going to get shaken up no matter how good you are at mastering this. You're still going to get shaken up every once in a while. But that shaken up is going to be a lot less. It's going to be a lot less painful and a lot less hurtful and a lot less setbacks than it would if you didn't have the skills building up to that. Mm hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it it definitely it's a little okay. In my life, it's been the little shifts in the moments that are smaller and more minute that have literally built up Mm, the the person that are is able to to actually confront and deal with the big issues. And so I think it's not it's not always about defending yourself in life. Sometimes it's more about understanding the other person or it's about just understanding why these emotions are coming up in you that make you feel all this conflict. And so I'm very, I'm very much on the, let's analyze this, not analyze this all day and get stuck here. I'm saying like, what does this mean? What is this trying to teach me? And so, I mean, granted, I think of like an onion layer or like just something with layers where hum- we're always going to be shedding these layers. And then what happens after you shed something? Well, you get to meet a new side of yourself. Guess what? She probably has, he probably has things they need to learn to deal with conflict better, different conflicts. You know, there, every area of your life will have conflicts. Like, you know, I bring up the, I haven't had kids yet. Like that's a conflict. I don't know yet. So there's just an understanding. I can't grasp until I'm there. Right. But at the same time, like it's a muscle, it's a skill. And if you can get that built, you're going to show up in the hard times and be like, wow, I'm actually impressed that I dealt with that, you know, and, or I dealt with that way different than I did a few years ago. And I'm a different person now. And my mind is actually different because I've looked at all these things in the eye for the past few years. So it's never going to be something that you're perfect on or that you're like, okay, check, I'm done learning about conflict. So no, we're humans. We're always going to be learning this, but if you can, it's kind of back to the get uncomfortable, comfortable with being uncomfortable and uncertainty that we talked about a few weeks ago. It's the same thing. You have to be able to look at the conflict. Don't avoid it. Avoiding it doesn't make you stronger. By the way, can I just back up and just say that? I don't know who needs to hear this right now. Avoiding the conflict doesn't solve it. And it doesn't necessarily make you stronger. Now, if you want to cut someone out of your life, that is your choice. That is your decision. But if you're avoiding it for yourself and still never thinking about it or dealing with it or dealing with these emotions or, you know, some of us have memories from childhoods or just things that you need to think about, analyze so you can release it. And I'd say the release of it, and no, I'm not about to break into let it go, but we can if we want, but it's the ticket, like let it go. So I don't know how you have to address the conflict, look at it, actually take it out of the dusty old box in the closet that you've had hidden for 20 years. You need to do look at it, bring some awareness to it so you can let it freaking go. Like that's what's made me stronger. I agree. That's a sage advice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, especially when dealing with past conflict, take a look at it, figure it out. So Mm -hmm. I'll address future conflict, present and future Mm -hmm. conflict. Don't Mm -hmm. go looking for it. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, yes, it's important to address the past conflict, you know, things that happen in your past that you need to deal with them so they don't come back and haunt you and so you don't repeat these patterns. But if you're in the present or in the future, don't go looking for the conflict. Don't mm-hmm. go out creating the conflict. Yeah. Don't create it in your head or out here. Right. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. go looking for it. Don't make the things and the situations bigger than they really are because you like the conflict. Because, man, let me tell you, Courtney, and I don't know about you, but I got a secret. What's that? Conflict can be exciting. <laughs> That's true. That conflict is true. can be exciting. It's an exciting emotion. And this goes back to certainty and uncertainty. Two weeks ago, go listen to that episode again. We talk a lot about certainty and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And it can be exciting because it makes you feel, sometimes that conflict can make you feel, I'm a little embarrassed, Courtney. But sometimes that us. conflict can make you feel alive. Yeah. Like, oh, conflict. Is it, the con- <laughs> is it the conflict that makes you feel alive or the drama? Ooh. Girl, (laughs) (laughs) but it could be very confusing. These emotions, conflict, drama, excitement can be very confusing, right? Mm -hmm. Because we sometimes we like to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's okay, we could talk about that. We all have our favorite flavor. I like to pour some fire on the gasoline, yeah. Sometimes it's just fun, it's fun, like you know, okay, you know what? There's a little fire there. Let me just see what happens if I just stir the pot a little bit. (laughs) Oh, now we're not saying we condone this behavior, right? (laughs) We're just saying, hey, we're being real here, yeah, it is what it is, (laughs) yeah, you know. So, for me, don't go looking for the conflict if you know that there's a little fire there. Do your best to summon your inner game and your inner emotions and be like, you know what? Maybe last week I would have thrown some gasoline on that fire. But this week, I'm cool. I'm just going to walk away. Yeah. Don't go looking for it. Yeah. Don't go looking for it. Because typically what happens for me when I pour the gasoline on that fire or stir the pot on the other side of that, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. Right. (laughs) That was not a good idea. Courtney, it took effort to go get the gas and get involved. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just like like right there for our audio listeners, she put her head (laughs) hand on her head and was just like, oh, that's a big (laughs) sign. Right. Because that's how we are. We just put that head like we're like, oh, no. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah, uh, exactly. So such oh, a powerful episode. Courtney. It is. It is. And if guys, if you're like, sorry, my assistants are barking. If you are like seeking that, like go like get a boxing gym membership, get like go running. Like if you hate like doing an exercise, like try like so just practice addressing your conflicts. Right. And um, I don't know. And just let it go. Like I we know. have all these excuses for why we can't do things. But we also have excuses for why we're still holding on to conflict and drama from our past that has nothing to do with who we are today. So that's my challenge to you is just look it in the eye and do something with it. You can tell me later what you do with it, but just don't let it stay there stagnant, taking up, you know, your cells and memories. And it's like we're made up of our thoughts. So if you're spending all this time thinking about conflicts, especially stuff that happened before today, get it out of you. Like, get it out. Get it out of there. Good yeah. thoughts. Good final thoughts there, Courtney. Well, thank you. Whew. 
That was good. Okay. So, well, thank you everybody for tuning in and be sure to visit us at forceforgrowth.com. And as well, since we are coming up on the end of September, we have baskets for good coming up later this year in November. Is it November 20th? November 20th. I remembered it right. Yes. So um, be on the lookout for more information on that. But as well, we'll be sharing a lot of info and that is kind of our core mission and just brought to you by the wonderful Ricardo and Jesse Leone. And so um, be open to hear more and we'll be sending out some more information on that as we get closer to November. Uh, to ask me what that goal is, Courtney. What is our goal? What is our goal this year? 500 families, 500 Dallas, Fort Worth, North Texas families will receive an entire week's worth of groceries. Wow. A whole week. Wow. A whole yeah. week. Yes. So visit basketsforgood.org for yes. more information. And that's for F-O-R. Link will be down in the description in the comments of the podcast. Yes. So make sure you visit for that. We're looking for sponsors, donations, all that kind of good stuff. So make sure you like and share this podcast. We're fixing to be on Facebook podcast here pretty soon, probably this week. And yeah, make sure you share it. The audio version will be available on Facebook. The Video version will be available on Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. And we'll be on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. So make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Yes. Ooh. Of course, remember to be a force for good. A force for growth. And a force for greatness. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. My nose got it. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. <laughs>